at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Yes, I am back after my little sabbatical. It's good to be back. I hope everyone um, did well while I was gone. Um, I hope you enjoyed um, my um, friend's uh, um, radio show while you um, while you were waiting for me to come back. Um, Time out. We'll have her show. It's a pre-recorded show um, on Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and um, if you have any questions, of course, you can always email me, and I'll be able to direct you to Taivat at Erica H at New Heights Education dot org. Um, <clears throat> so today, I'd like to talk about Meniere's disease. It's something that I found out about recently. Um, Meniere's disease. Is considered a inner ear disease. Um, usually, it affects one ear, um, although it can affect both. But usually, there it usually affects one ear more than the other. Um, Meniere's can occur at any age, but usually starts between young, uh, young to middle age. Um, it is a chronic condition, and there is no cure. However, various medications and therapies are available to help mitigate these symptoms. So what are the symptoms of Meniere's disease, you may be asking? Um, The major symptoms of Meniere's disease are reoccurring vertigo. Um, This is pretty prominent. This is one of the major symptoms of Meniere's and how you diagnose Meniere's disease. Um, Episodes of vertigo occur without warning and last at least 20 minutes at a time. During an an episode, an individual experiences a spinning sensation and disorientation. This may cause nausea or vomiting. Um, Also, Meniere's can lead to hearing loss. Hearing loss may be intermittent in the early stages of Meniere's disease, and most sufferers will eventually have some form of permanent hearing loss. 
Um, of course, you know, that can be mitigated by using hearing aids. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, tinnitus, which is ringing in the ears, you're probably familiar with it. Um, people may experience a roaring, hissing, or static-like sound in the ears. Um, this could be intermittent or constant, depending, you know, it's individual for everybody. Um, fullness of the ear. Um, a feeling of fullness in the ear as if water is trapped inside. This condition causes pressure inside the ear. Um, basically, fluids are trapped inside the ear and there is no way to release those fluids. There are ways to um, lower the pressure, but they're, you know, they have not yet found a way to actually release those fluids correctly. I'm going to take a quick break for our July announcements. I hope, again, everybody is doing well. I'll see you on the other side of the break. Welcome, and here are your announcements for the month of July 2021. Happy birthday to the following people. Victoria Lowry, July 2nd. Kayla Spangler, July 6th. Elias Butchop, July 7th. Zachary Clark, July 9th. Chinmay Arvin, July 10th. Jody Bowden, July 14, Oliver Clark, July 15, Jessica Rogers, July 15, Samuel Aglises, July 15, Jeff Amoyan, July 20, Buffy Williams, July 25, Elizabeth White, July 26, Tybert Olanio, July 29. Happy anniversary to Lakshmi Badmanaban. July 13th, Jackie Taylor, July 17th, Sheila Wright, July 22nd. NHEG is saying thank you to Silicon Valley High School for continued sponsorship and support. Also to Freina Waina for donating the mystery photo package worth $75 for NHEG recognition date raffle and Walmart $500 grant. Do have a great month. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Once again, I am your host, Erica Hansen. So last segment, we were discussing the symptoms of Meniere's disease, which is categorized as a disorder of the inner ear. Um, and symptoms generally improve after an incident may, and may decrease over time. Um, however, there's no guarantee of this. Like, like many um, inner ear issues as well, Meniere's also affects your balance, so be aware of that um, and be careful. It can increase a person's risk of falling because your ear is so involved in um, your balance and the way um, your body functions in space. So that is a major concern. Um, I was going to mention that in the last segment, and I... Um, it slipped my mind, so I did want to mention Meniere's does affect your balance. So why why does Meniere's occur? Why do we think Meniere's occurs? Um, basically, this won't surprise you. We don't know why Meniere's disease happens. It just does. Um, symptoms can occur due to a buildup of fluid in the inner ear 
um, but scientists are not certain why this buildup occurs in the first place. Um, some things that may contribute to Meniere's disease, though, um, include the inability to drain fluid from the ear due to a blockage or, abnorm or abnormality of the inner ear. Um, again, this is really um, preliminary research. They really haven't found out how this happens or why it happens. But this is what they think the root cause is. Um, if you have an abnormal immune system response, that may be another issue. Um, if you have a viral infection in the air, which um, if you've ever had like an ear infection, um, you know that feeling, that feeling of something being stuck in your ear. I mean, of course there's the pain, but there's also that feeling of um, some sort of blockage in the air. Um, and genetics. Uh, people in your family may have Meniere's, uh, whether they're diagnosed with it or not. Um, again, there is no single cause of Meniere's um, that we know of yet. Um, we are still working on it. Um, there are still clinical trials and studies going on um, on this disease um, to see if we can find out more information about it and how to better treat Meniere's disease. Um, so I'm going to take another quick break so we can hear from our sponsor, Silicon Valley High School. And then right after that, I will be back with you and we'll discuss more about Meniere's disease. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School. The world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. So today we are talking about Meniere's disease um, and how it affects the inner ear and balance and also um, causes people to have vertigo. Um, now let's talk about some of the complications of Meniere's disease. Um, most commonly, Meniere's causes extreme bouts of vertigo and permanent hearing loss. This can affect a person's quality of life and physical well-being. Um, as I mentioned before, risk of falling increases when an individual is suffering from a spell of vertigo. Um, and because the vertigo can happen at any time, the person may suddenly lose their balance. Um, additionally, hearing loss can affect many day-to-day -day activities, such as working, driving, or interacting with others. Um, generally speaking, Usually when people experience hearing loss, the higher frequencies are the first, um, the first to drop out, the first, the first frequencies that you can't hear if you start having hearing loss, um, the higher frequencies. So speaking of diagnosis and treatment, Let's discuss how exactly your physician will um, discover if you have Meniere's disease or not. 
Now keep in mind, they probably will, if it's your primary care, they probably will send you to a specialist, an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Um, <clears throat> it does involve an audiology appointment um, with an actual hearing specialist as well. Um, there are a few other things that a, um, a patient may experience while being diagnosed. So the criteria for having Meniere's disease include um, you must have at least two episodes of vertigo lasting 20 or more minutes, but not more than 12 hours. Um, hearing loss, and again, that's discovered via um, a test by a professional audiologist. Um, patient reports of tinnitus or fullness in the ear. We talked about those symptoms earlier. Um, and excluding other all other possible possible causes of these symptoms, which can be like a really broad range. Um, this would possibly involve CT scans, MRIs of the head, perhaps um, blood tests to see if there's a virus, inf viral infection, that sort of thing. This is all to rule out any other possible cause of your symptoms. If you do have to go in, um, and be um, evaluated for Meniere's. So what actually happens during um, an appointment like this? So an audiologist runs a battery of tests to assess issues with balance and hearing loss. Um, the test results anal are analyzed and sent to your provider. Um, he or she may prescribe one or more of the following therapies. Um, <clears throat> And I'll, I'll actually have some links in the show notes that will go in more detail about exactly what the, that testing is. Um, unfortunately, we don't have enough time in, the, in this episode to go through that, um, but I will have that in links in the show notes here. Um, motion sickness medications can help. Um, these reduce the spinning sensation common in vertigo. Anti-nausea medication, it, it controls the feeling of nausea as a result of the vertigo, and it can prevent vomiting because of that. Um, physical therapy may be prescribed to help with balance issues um, that are associated with Meniere's. Um, and eventually hearing aids prescribed by an audiologist may be helpful um, in combating the um, effects of Meniere's. Also, something they call positive pressure therapy, um, a device called a minette pulse generator, generator controls vertigo by applying pressure to the middle ear, um, thus lessening fluid buildup. This is done at home at least three times a day. The benefits of positive pressure therapy are not conclusive. Some tests have shown um, benefits of this therapy, some, some tests have not, so it's kind of still up in the air. Um, however, long-term outcomes of the treatment are unknown because, again, they're still looking into it, they're still working on it. Um, now, if none of these therapies work, your doctor may suggest um, injections of certain medications, such as an antibiotic or steroid, directly into the inner ear, which does not sound fun. Um, I, I sympathize with you if you've ever had to have this done because it does not sound like a good time. Um, 
So if the injections um, fail to bring improvement to the, to the symptoms, uh, surgeries may be considered. Um, again, there are many options for surgeries for Meniere's. I will leave another link in the show notes describing those. Um, surgery is considered really to be a last option. Nobody wants to go into surgery as a first round of treatment. Um, so diet and lifestyle changes are suggested. Um, Meniere, people with Meniere's um, should lessen their salt intake and cut back on caffeine, tobacco, and alcohol as these can affect the level of fluid in the air. I don't know about you, but I pretty much run on caffeine, so that would be really, really difficult for me. So um, I sympathize, again, if you have this disease and you need to cut back on caffeine, good luck. I'm rooting for you. So I'm going to stop and take a, another short break so we could hear a little bit about um, New Heights Educational Group. Hello listeners, if you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new-heights-educational-group.myshopify.com. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Today we are talking about Meniere's disease. So we just went through some symptoms of Meniere's and the complications associated with Meniere's and also some treatment options if you find that you do have this disease. Um, again, there is no cure at this time. Basic treatment is to mitigate the symptoms of Meniere's. Um, there, people are still working, scientists are still working on uh, getting more information about Meniere's and finding effective treatments. Um, so, although Meniere's disease is considered chronic in nature um, and no cure has been found, um, changes in lifestyle and medical therapies can greatly increase a patient's quality of life. Um, and again, it sounds like a bear of a disease to, to work with, um, and but you know follow follow the instructions of your provider as always. Um, new therapies are coming out all the time. This is actually a condition that I had not known about until recently, um, and it sounds really different than a lot of things I've covered. Um, just, you know, if you do find that you have this, this feeling of a blocked ear or a fullness in the ear and maybe, you know, tinnitus where your, your ears are ringing, um, go to your primary, have them get you a referral if, if you're in the U.S. to an audiologist or your nose and throat doctor so you can be evaluated so they can start treatment for you. So I'm going to go ahead and do a little housekeeping. 
Um, once again, this show with me is on at Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are live on Zoom. If you'd like to call in on Zoom and chat with me during the program, um, the number there for, to do that is 1-646-558-8656. That's a number through you, New York, so your long distance charges may apply. If you'd like to email me, please email me at erikah at newheightseducation.org. I am always looking for topics. I'm always looking for interesting things to share with my listeners. So if, if you have something you'd like me to discuss, by all means, shoot me an email and we can um, start working and I can start working on some research for you. Um, <clears throat> Oh, our meeting ID for Zoom, excuse me, I forgot to mention this, our meeting ID for Zoom is 465-172-882. Um, and also I encourage you to um, check out my friend Ty Bot's, um new radio show. She is the one who has been covering, um, covering for me while I've been out sick. So her show is... One second. I just lost my window. Okay. Her show is going to be 4 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Um, yeah, 4 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Um, sorry about that. I do not know where my little uh, window went. Um, thank you for bearing with me. This is my first show back. Um, I look forward to sharing with you next week um, some more information about um, the medical his uh, medical history, um, diseases and conditions, and other um, topics related to medical concerns and disability. I'm glad to be back, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye. Have a great week. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.